0: nothing stays constant. Change is inevitable. We raise our children to be independent but still our hearts ache when they light out on their own. We happily accept a new job or a new position but still find that there are parts of our old job that we really miss. Today on Groundwork we mark a pretty significant change as we bid farewell to one of Groundwork's founding co-hosts Dave Bast, and as we welcome Groundwork's new co-host Daryl Delaney. The Bible also knows about transitions like this, and we'll dig into scripture to glean its wisdom. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to Groundwork, where we dig into scripture to lay the foundation for our lives. I'm Dave Bast. And I'm Scott Jose.
0: Well, as we just mentioned, this is a special episode of Groundwork, after ten years of co-hosting groundwork conversations, Dave Bast is retiring uh, as co-host of our
1: program. so dave, um you're you're retiring. You're moving on. Yeah, I, I am uh, retiring from groundwork. Uh, I felt like the time was right to do that. I hope I'm not completely retiring from either ministry. Or life at this point. But
0: you are moving on from the program, and we'll be welcoming a new co-host on this program. But, Dave, as you think about radio ministry and over the years you've been involved, even before Groundwork, maybe talk a little bit about what has changed in all of that.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, uh, Scott, it's been, for me, over 25 years that I've been doing broadcasting because I did 15 years or so or more than that prior to Groundwork. Mm -hmm. So there have been huge changes Because when we started, when I started this, it was preaching a sermon on the radio, Mm, and almost like a a church service. Now, in one sense, the big change has been the delivery system. Now it's the internet, primarily. And the other change is a podcast is really about conversation, not about a single voice proclaiming. So I found that to be very engaging in these last years as we do more of a discussion uh, as opposed to straightforward proclamation.
0: Well, and I think, uh, and Groundwork was originally co-produced by Words of Hope, uh, kind of anchored in the Reformed Church in America, and Back to God, now Reframe Ministries, anchored in the Christian Reformed Church, and both programs, I think, uh, decided to end those preaching programs about the same time, so you got together with uh, the head of Back to God Ministries at that time, Bob Hirspink, to do a more of a Bible study and conversational program. So, you know, I mean, as you think about that, what parts of that have you enjoyed the most, and benefited from the most yourself as a radio host.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was a beautiful thing that we're very similar uh, denominationally and organizationally. We, we both have essentially the same mission as ministries, Words of Hope and Back to God or Reframe Ministries. And Bob and I, Bob here, Spink, as you mentioned, of Blessed Memory, found uh, just a wonderful coming together of minds and of gifts and we both said simultaneously you know let's try this new thing and uh, try to draw people in a little bit more perhaps into the conversation and so from the very beginning we've been very intentional about that and now you know with social media and the kinds of things that are being done there we're engaging listeners and readers in a much broader way with the scriptures really that that's been the one constant we really do want to dig into scripture. It's not topical. It's not about necessarily current events per se. It's really about trying to open the message of the scriptures up and do that comprehensively, and in a way that applies to real life. Sure.
0: So uh, you actually retired from being president of Words of Hope several years ago, but you wanted to stay with Groundwork, and you have, but now you're fully retiring now also from this. So you and your wife are retired. What kinds of things are you going to be doing?
1: Well, we've got... uh, seven grandchildren and they're scattered somewhat across the country so uh, we love visiting with children and grandchildren i i guess that's a pretty usual thing we love travel i hope i'll still do some preaching and some writing i just felt like it was a good time for me to move away from this sort of regular a bit of a grind really groundwork is there are deadlines and there are scripts to be written even though when we come to record these programs, as we're doing now, it's more of a conversation. It's I, I kind of compare it to jazz in a sense. We're improvising right, yeah. uh, on a on a theme that we've already sort of set for ourselves, but then it becomes more free flowing. So it just seemed like the right time. You know, you could quote Ecclesiastes, you know, for everything, there's a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Or you could quote Kenny Rogers and the Gambler. You got to know when to hold him and when to fold
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, so
1: this seemed like the right time.
0: Yeah. Reminds me of a pastor, a friend of mine who uh, retired. He said that uh, the the sweet spot for retirement was when you could still read your sermons, but we're not drooling on them yet. So I think that's uh, some wisdom there. Well, as we thought about this program, we we did want to think about Transitions in the Bible, without overplaying it, not to make this sound like this is some transition of literally biblical proportions. But the Bible does talk about transitions, and a very famous passage from Second Kings two is the transition from Elijah to Elisha. Uh, Elijah's mantle over Elisha cast that often gets sung and spoken at ordination and installation services for pastors, because it's one example in the Bible of God providing that transition of leadership, and we read about it from Second Kings. Kings two. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and the left, and the two of them crossed on dry ground. And when they crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I am taken from you. Well, Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha said. You've asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I'm taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise it will not.
1: And uh, as you know the story, perhaps, uh, he did see Elijah being carried off to heaven in a chariot of fire. And then we pick it up and read that Elisha picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak and asked, where is now the Lord, the God of Elijah? And he was able then to divide the waters as Elijah had done. And thus we understand there's the succession. Elijah passes away. Nobody like him maybe, but Elisha will do God's work in his own way.
0: And this is a fulfillment of um, something Moses promised in a very significant chapter. We've looked at it before on Groundwork, Deuteronomy 18, where Moses, near the end of his ministry, uh, before he dies, tells the people of Israel, the Lord your God will raise up a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. God will put his words in his mouth. He'll tell everything that I command him. So there is the promise that there will always be a prophet in Israel, and we see that fulfilled over and and over in the Old Testament, all the way up until the arrival of the ultimate prophet, Jesus Christ himself. And so we are thankful for God's provision of new leadership. And on this program and on this occasion, uh, Dave, we're thankful for Daryl Delaney. He's a pastor here in Grand Rapids. He's going to become the new co-host along with me. So Daryl, uh, welcome. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry and your family and whatnot?
2: Thank you, Scott. It's a pleasure to be here on Groundwork, and I look forward to working together with you, Scott. I am a pastor here at Madison Square Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I also am a father and a husband. I've been married for 16 years to my lovely wife, Kaya. We have three little people who share our name and claim on taxes. That would be Christopher. He is a teenager. Tristan is 10, and Acacia is 7. And so there's never a dull moment in the Delaney household, and we're Mm -hmm. excited to be able to be part of the Groundwork show.
0: Yeah, and so as um, we went through the process of searching for a new co-host, we were enthused to connect with you. Um, What excites you, Daryl, about uh, moving forward with Groundwork now?
2: As a believer, I just love breaking open God's Word. And this is an opportunity to help people in their discipleship. People listen because they want to know more about the Lord. They want to grow and they want to improve in their relationship. And this is something that I get to do more regularly. I do this every Sunday, but when you're able to discuss it over the table with a couple of friends, it's really powerful to break open and have fun with.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what we've been doing here on Groundwork for quite a long time and uh, looking forward to uh, have you join the team. And coming up next, we want to do what we do best uh, and regularly on Groundwork. Let's dig into Scripture to talk a little bit about God's steadfast presence in our lives even when we face seasons of change and transition. So stay tuned. We're glad you've
2: joined our Groundwork Conversation. If you're enjoying today's discussion and want to download or listen again, you can find the audio podcast and transcript for this episode on our website, groundworkonline.com. Want to dig deeper? You can also find episode guides and blogs available to supplement your study. Curious about another episode or series we've mentioned? Search our episode library to find hundreds of conversations about God's Word and what it means for God's people today. Add your voice to our Groundwork conversation by visiting groundworkonline.com. And thank you. Support from listeners like you makes Groundwork possible.
1: You're listening to Groundwork, where we're digging into scripture to lay the foundation for our lives. I'm Dave Bast.
2: And I'm Daryl Delaney.
0: And I'm Scott Jose. And we're talking about transitions on this program, the inevitable changes that come to us across the various seasons of our lives. And as we said, we're doing that on this Groundwork program because Dave Bast is retiring from the program and Daryl Delaney is coming on board as our new co-host. But more broadly, uh, Daryl and Dave, in this uh, part of the program, we want to talk uh, about the changes in all of our lives. And, you know, change, as we said at the opening of the program, is inevitable. And yet change can also bring uncertainty.
2: I was thinking about how many different transitions happen in many people's lives. You know, when you think about people who are graduating from school or you think about empty nesters when they have these situations where their children are not leaving. So they have to be reacquainted as married couples or different changes that bring these things to attention. I can't compare my sermons to the pastor who was before me. And I have to make sure that that transition goes smoothly for my season. And then we look at these different things across the country and far away from our friends and family and how we will support people. Changes are inevitable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we love to do on Groundwork is quote from Christian classics like C.S. Lewis and others like that. We like to quote Neil Plantinga. And, and I've always loved John Bunyan and his Pilgrim's Pilgrim's Progress. progress. It's a progress. It's a pilgrimage. And that means you're always leaving one place and heading out to another and uh, saying farewell and leaving things behind. It can be difficult, but we just keep moving forward and you can't avoid. I, I think now about the end of my life. I mean, I just turned 70 And I know that there's a lot more behind me in terms of years on earth than there are ahead of me. And, uh, you know, that's kind of got me thinking. And the one constant in the midst of change for us is the promises that God will be with us, that the Lord will not forsake us. Indeed. The Bible knows this fact of life.
0: Uh, The Bible knows that uh, we need uh, reassurance now and then uh, as we we face those uh, changes. And and Daryl, maybe you can read a few words from us uh, from the book of Hebrews. It's the final chapter of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter
2: 13. It says, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever.
0: Such a great promise there, you know, uh, Dave uh, and Daryl. We'd like to be able to say that about the significant people in our lives, that they're the same yesterday, today, and forever. But unfortunately, people aren't. God. They aren't Jesus. People can let us down. Or, you know, uh, age diminishes them. That's also one of the changes. So if it's constancy we're looking for, we have to look to Christ.
1: Yeah, and uh, maybe about this time, if you're a regular churchgoer uh, who's listening to this, uh, you might be thinking of that classic old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, Uh, He, uh, God changeth not, his compassions they fail not, as thou hast been, thou forever shalt be, great is thy faithfulness. That's the one thing I think that we can all hang on to, whatever transitions we may be experiencing or whatever may lie
2: ahead in our lives. What's been encouraging to me as you talk about that, Dave, is to understand that change is definitely something that will be inevitable. But one thing that isn't changing is our God. So we can always rely on him and be reminded that he will be there in the midst of constant changes. And so that can kind of calm us down. And when I feel nervous about these things, it calms me down to know that our God is with us.
0: You know, in the history of theology, uh, this was often called the immutability of God. Yes. And some people criticized it as being sort of an import from Greek religion and Greek worldviews and philosophy. And some fretted for a while that, well, if God can't change, then can God really feel? Can God really love? Did God experience anything when for instance, Jesus died on the cross, well, we don't mean that God is, is just uh, above it all in the sense of being uncaring or aloof, but we mean the core characteristics of God, his love and compassion, right? Yep. They don't change. And in fact, uh, the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, some of our uh, listeners probably know, that comes from one of the darkest books in the Bible. Lamentations 3, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. And you know, Daryl and Dave, the fact that that great line comes from a book of lament, I think that speaks a lot about how God is with us through difficult times in our lives.
2: Exactly. I was thinking about this, Scott, because in the pit of what could be a devastating moment, the character of God shines through. And it's actually the rope that helps to pull us out of the depression, pull us out of those difficult and tragic moments. It's the fact that we hold on to God's character to pull us out, to help us to cope through these difficult situations. And the fact that Christ can be with us in those situations, it should give us hope.
1: Yeah, and it, that's a great point, Daryl. It's his character that's the bedrock. Those attributes, Scott, that you mentioned a moment ago, they're always the same. But we also can remember that his purposes don't change. Oh. His his intentions, his yeah. what he's about. And what he's about is saving us, first of all, as individuals. But that's not enough. He's saving our whole world. He's saving the creation. Yes. He's about creating a just society. He's about building the church, which is supposed to demonstrate his purposes to the world so that all would be drawn to him. And that ongoing, constant mission of God in the world, which is a great phrase. I love that. I think it was Chris Wright who wrote a book with that title, The Mission of God, about the Old Testament. We see it there. We see it through the New Testament. So we need to get on board with that, too. Dave, in the past here on Grunner, we've talked about the Gospel of Matthew and how
0: Matthew has a theme. And in Matthew, the theme of the the whole book, uh, the whole Gospel, is Emmanuel, God with us. It starts with uh, Joseph having that dream. And, and God tells him that, yeah, the, the human baby Mary will have is going to be named Jesus, but his real name is Emmanuel, the with us God. And then that's Matthew 1 flash forward to the last chapter in the last verse, Matthew 28, the Great Commission, Jesus says, surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So the idea of God with us, but also, Dave, when you talk about God's purposes, the idea of God for us, right? That doesn't change. Even though our lives are constantly changing, God goes with us through those changes and is faithful to us every day. Well, in just a moment, we're gonna wrap up this special Groundwork program with a few final reflections, so stay tuned.
2: The book of Revelation is fascinating. In its chapters, we see and hear stories of visions given to instill, grow, and strengthen our faith in Jesus. Revelation reveals ways for us to live close to God here on Earth. It encourages us to stay in step with the Holy Spirit and it helps us see God at work, not only in heaven, but also in the world around us. This May, explore Revelation in a series of devotions from today called Experiencing Jesus. Refresh, refocus, and renew at todaydevotional.com.
0: I'm Scott Jose with Dave Bast and Daryl Delaney, and you're listening to Groundwork, where we've been talking about a recurring theme we see in Scripture that God's ministry remains even when the people doing the ministry change. And so even as we say thank you and goodbye to Dave Bast and welcome Daryl Delaney, we can be confident that God will be faithful uh, and that the ministry of groundwork will continue in the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we close out uh, this program, uh, which uh, marks an ending but Daryl, with you and, and, and me, it marks a new beginning. We want to give thanks for the past and offer a vision for the future. And so just let me say right now, Dave, that we want to thank you uh, for the vision. You talked about it earlier in the program, but we want to thank you for the vision that you and the late Bob Heerspink had for Groundwork when you created this program some years ago. Uh, we thank you for your wisdom, your deep knowledge of Scripture, Your ability off the top of your head to recall an astonishing amount of quotes, Uh, quotes that always nailed the point that we were making when we recorded those shows. Uh, On a personal note, uh, it's been a pleasure, Dave. Uh, I think you and I have recorded about 350 or so programs together, which is astonishing to me when I think about it. But it's been a pleasure uh, working with you. And uh, again, uh, our, our, our thanks to you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for those kind words, Scott. And uh, thank you, Daryl, for agreeing to join the team. I'm excited about where groundwork can go. It's been astonishing to me in a way to see the growth that we've had. Uh, it's maybe not apparent to very many people because so much of it is caught up in the web and statistics and things like that. You know, I, I'm a little uncomfortable about even doing this, about drawing pictures too much attention to myself don't want to be compared to Elijah or Elisha I think we need a disclaimer there we already put that in <laughs> and I certainly don't want to be compared to the apostle Paul but I love there's a little detail I probably have mentioned this before on a previous program I love the way the book of acts ends and it ends with Paul in prison in Rome or at least under house arrest, house arrest yeah. and the last verse of the book of Acts says that he continued there for two years at his own expense, preaching and teaching the uh, Jesus and the kingdom with all boldness and without hindrance. Literally the last word in Acts is without hindrance. And I think there's a reason why Luke doesn't tell us what happened to Paul, why he just leaves him there. Yeah. That's the last we see of Paul. And the reason is, it's not about Paul. It's about the Word of God that continues to go out boldly and without hindrance. You can't chain God's Word. You can chain uh, the apostle, but you can't chain the message, the gospel. And that's what's going to happen with groundwork. Ministers come and go. That's fine. But welcome the new generation because the Word is going to go on and the work is going to go on and the gospel is going to go out.
0: Amen. I remember, Dave, when we did a series on the book of Acts some while back, and we said, you know, uh, you get to that last verse in Acts, and you, you turn the page expecting there to be another chapter, and it's it's done. And and so you said, well, come on, what happened next? Well, Luke is saying to us, you know what happened next, the Spirit— rolled on <laughs> yeah, and and is still rolling on and Daryl you and I are going to uh, roll on together and uh, you know just sort of remind our listeners groundwork isn't going to change we are going to dig into scripture to lay the foundation for our lives it's a bible study program you and I are going to have conversations like we're sitting around the kitchen table uh, and just talking about theology and Daryl maybe just say a few things as we close out the program of things again you're looking forward to or, or why studying scripture and, and talking about it uh, and having conversations with someone like me uh, why that kind of enthuses you and made you interested in the program.
2: Well, Scott, I just want to say what's important to me is that I am passionate about discipleship. If someone comes up to me and says, hey, I'd like to grow in my walk with Jesus, but I don't know how. I am so excited to hear that. And what I'm excited about with Groundwork is that that's exactly what we're doing. We're helping to fan the flame in people's hearts. We're helping to allow them to grow deeper in their walk with Jesus. And we just happen to be conversing about Scripture to help people do that. And that's one of the reasons why I said yes to being co-host with you, friend
0: indeed. That's that's exactly what we want. We want to lay that foundation for our lives, but then we want to help people build on that foundation as disciples uh, and as they grow. And as you and I have gotten to know each other a little bit, Daryl, and we're going to get to know each other a lot better, uh, we both said that, you know, we, we're kind of theology geeks. We, we love the Bible. That's we true. love talking about it. We, we love uh, digging into it and finding these interesting little nuggets. And, of course, Groundwork is supported by a wonderful staff with Reframe Ministries, and we provide Bible study materials. There are transcripts of our programs now. There's a wealth of resources out there, and Daryl, you and I are are the lucky ones to be on air to let all of that good content go out into the world and build people as disciples. But as we close, Dave, we'll give you a parting word and, and blessing.
1: Well, you know, at the bottom of his musical scores, Johann Sebastian Bach would write the letters SDG, which stood for Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. And I can't think of a better verse than the opening verse of Psalm 115. Not unto us, not unto us, O Lord, but to your name be the praise. Now and forever, may the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you, my brothers, and with all of you.
2: Amen. Amen. And thank you for listening and digging deeply into Scripture with Groundwork. We hope you'll join us again next time as we continue to dig deeply into scripture to lay the foundation for our lives connect with us at groundworkonline.com to share what groundwork means to you or tell us what you'd like to hear discussed next on groundwork groundwork is
0: a listener-supported program produced by reframe ministries visit reframeministries.org for more information and to find more resources to encourage your faith we're your hosts scott jose and daryl delaney our recording engineer is Dodd Morris, and our post production supervisor is John Reeder. Our senior producer is Courtney Jacob.